If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. I hope everyone is hanging in there. I hope you guys are finding some peace and support through your breakups during this time. And it looks like there's some light at the end of the tunnel with all of the crazy quarantine stuff. So I hope you guys are hanging in there. Today on the podcast, I'm actually taking a request from one of the women in my private Facebook group. So today I'm going to talk about how you can heal when your relationship was your entire life. I think this is really common It's something that I have experienced in the past, and I know a lot of women out there have also experienced this. So I'm going to walk you through, you know, what that means when you, when a relationship like that ends, what you can do to, you know, get your life back. And I'm going to give some of the potential issues when you don't, you know, reclaim your sense of identity what happens when you don't work to gain your sense of independence back. So we're going to go through all of that in the episode today. So the first thing is I want to share my personal story with this because I do think it's really helpful. But if you've listened to the very first episode of this podcast, you heard my story with my toxic relationship. And that was 100% a very extreme case of what it looks like when a relationship becomes your entire life. So I lost touch with almost all of my friends during that relationship. And again, that was a very controlling and manipulative relationship. So I was isolated from friends and family. But, you know, because of that, I had really no choice but to make this person my entire life. So really everything revolved around him, anything I did, said, Like I molded my entire life to make this person happy. So what that meant for me was after the relationship ended, which thank goodness it did, 
I honestly felt like I had to start my life over again from from square one. I, you know, lost touch with friends and family. I let go of so many of the things that I truly enjoyed. I mean, you guys, I literally changed how I dressed, how I ate, what I did for exercise, like everything changed to fit what he thought was best. So after leaving the relationship, I felt completely empty. I didn't know who I was. I was majorly struggling with my identity, with where I fit in. And breakups are already hard, but then if you take that you know, you take that factor where they became your whole life, it can make it so much harder. So if you are going through that, I feel you so much. And don't worry, there are definitely things that you can do to combat that. So I would love to say that that was the last time I ever did that in a relationship, but the fact was it wasn't at all. I continued to repeat that, and it took a few more relationships and subsequent breakups like that before I finally realized, okay, I need to do something differently here because when I was in relationships like that, when they became my whole life, it's... I mean, it automatically becomes a codependent relationship because if my whole sense of identity is wrapped up in him, I'm happy if he's happy. I feel validated only if he loves me. Any kind of fight that we got into was the end of the world because the thought of losing my whole life was so terrifying. So not just after that relationship ends, but during those relationships, it's it's not a fun place to be in because you are so wrapped up in what they think of you, how they're acting instead of being able to stand strong on my own two feet as an independent woman. So I'm going to share with you what I finally did to gain my sense of identity back to figure out who Kendra was again, because now in my relationship, I do know what I like. I do know what I stand for. I do know who I am. And that makes for such a healthier relationship because I don't feel codependent on my husband. And I don't feel like I'm at the mercy of whatever he's thinking or feeling or doing. So the first thing that I'm going to recommend is to reconnect with old friends. You know, during a time like this where we can't see people as freely again, the phone works just as well. And I know for me, because I really like dropped all my friends, I felt a huge sense of shame and guilt for doing that. So I was really hesitant at first to reach out to old friends. But what I found was that when I made an effort, when I was honest and I explained the situation and I apologized for my actions, everyone was ready to welcome me back with open arms. So your friends get it. I'm sure most of all of our friends have gone through something similar in a relationship. So reach out to old friends, let them know what you're going through. If you need to make any apologies, do that. But it is really important to reconnect as much as possible to what you had and who you were before the relationship ended. Another thing I would recommend is, you know, fostering some new relationships. So you know, connecting 
with people that you maybe normally wouldn't. Um, you know, for me, I, you know, this was back pre-COVID-19, but, you know, if I met someone that I seemed to like really be vibing with, I would ask them to go to coffee or go for a walk and gaining those new sense, those new relationships helped fill that void because the truth of the matter is after you lose a relationship that was your entire life, you have a gaping hole in like in your soul, in your body, you feel, you know, like the wind could blow right through you. So it is really important to fill that with relationships, support, connection, you know, intimacy with friends. So as much as you can connect with old friends and then find new relationships to foster, the easier this process is going to be. The next thing I'm going to recommend is spend time alone. Spend time alone. And I know it's going to be it's going to be really uncomfortable in the beginning and that's okay. If you are someone that is going through a breakup where that relationship was your whole life, I'm going to recommend that you stay single longer than, you know, a typical breakup because there's a lot of rewiring to do. There is a lot of learning. There's a lot of exploration and reflection that needs to happen before you can, you know, find your sense of self and be a whole and complete person on your own. So I think, you know, one of the only ways that we can be comfortable in our own skin is to spend time alone and learn how to be comfortable with that. Don't try to, you know, fill your day too much with seeing people. Make sure that you are committing to a certain amount of time each day where you are spending time by yourself so you can, you know, get to know yourself. You can feel your feelings. You can do some reflecting. I am way too good at distracting and filling my days with people and activities and tasks and to-do lists and things around the house. So I really had to like block out time in order to, to do that and spend time by myself so I could learn how to appreciate being by myself. But the only way to do that is going to be to push through that discomfort and just do it. So spend time alone. The next thing, and this is going to be a shocker, which it's really not, is journaling. Again, always recommend journaling, but I have a couple specific prompts that I think will be really beneficial. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to sit quietly and I want you to write down what were you like before him? So get in touch with who you were, what you liked, how did you spend your days? So really like visualize what you were like before that relationship because that'll help you get back in touch with that when you can really write it down and visualize it. And then the next thing I want you to write about is what version of yourself do you feel the best and most comfortable in? And again, it's when you're in a relationship like that, it's really easy to lose that sense of self and it's really easy to kind of forget what it was like before them and what version of you do you feel really comfortable in? Like what version of you do you feel like you can, you know, step out and take on anything or hold your head up high? This can be things like what did you used to wear? What did you used to really enjoy? So spend some time on that, really 
you know, maybe it's like if you, if I, when I used to exercise every morning or when I used to go on runs, I used to feel like I could tackle the day. So get down to the like nitty gritty details of what that looked like. And again, this is going to help you get back in touch with that version of yourself. And it's going to help re-solidify your sense of identity as a whole and complete person by yourself. And I'm going to keep saying whole and complete because I believe everyone can be a whole and complete person on their own. I, you know, I believe in love. I believe in relationships, but I truly think that a good, strong, healthy relationship is not two halves coming together. It is two people whole and complete, 100% on their own, who then come together and are able to form a partnership. So when we hear this all the time of like, finding my missing, you know, finding my other half, finding like my missing puzzle piece, I, you can be a full puzzle on your own and you don't need to have that missing piece, but it's just going to take a little bit of work to get to that point. And then along those lines, I want you to put pictures up in your house of the times that you felt the best before him. So for me, I had a mentor actually have me put up a big picture of me as a little kid. Because as a little kid, I didn't care what people thought about me. I was so innocent. And, you know, I did, you know, kids do what they want to do. It's not until we get older where we start trying to fit our behaviors and our beliefs to be accepted by other people. So I actually put, I have a big picture of me on the beach as a little kid, just so happy. I put that up and that really helped me. So put up a few of those pictures. You can, that can be a great replacement for the pictures of your ex that you take down. So again, this will serve as a reminder that you can be happy without him. There were so many times in your life that you were happy without him just need to get back in touch with that so your brain and your heart can all get on board and believe that to be the case because i know it's re- it's it's really hard to believe that you can be happy without them when such a big part of your life got ripped out from underneath you so i think putting pictures of yourself um you know even like bringing some things into your house that you really like so you know what's your favorite color add some things in your room that will you know help brighten your day in that way so Get in touch with what you like, and I think that will be a huge benefit in reconnecting with that version of yourself. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? 
Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a 11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. So the next thing is work on speaking up for yourself. This was something that was really hard for me. Even like the question, what kind of music do you like used to stress me out because I just didn't know. And I was, I grew up so much of my life being a chameleon where I just matched what I thought you wanted me to like. And I, you know, acted as if that was the truth. So Work on speaking up for yourself. Like if someone, you know, if your roommate says, what do you want? What movie do you want to watch? Say what movie you want to watch. And if it takes a little bit to think about it, that's okay. But start challenging yourself to express your preferences with what you like. What's your favorite color? What kind of flowers do you like? I remember a friend of mine, after she went through a breakup, someone asked her, someone was going to get her flowers and asked her what kind of flowers she liked. And after a period of time, she was able to just say it right off the bat. And she's like, that's crazy. I never knew I actually had a favorite flower because it's just going to take some getting in touch with, with your wants and needs and preferences. So when someone asks, what do you want to eat? Really think and say, what do I want to eat? Not what you think they want you to eat or what they want to eat, but what do you? So even if it takes a little extra time, I want you to really work on speaking up for your preferences. And by doing it for these little things like movies and music and food, that's going to help you in the future with your bigger needs and your bigger preferences. And then the last tip I'm going to say is find some hobbies. And if you don't know where to start, like I didn't, think about what did you like to do as a kid? So I grew up rollerblading, loved rollerblading. I knew how to rollerblade before I could ride a bike. So after my breakup, I actually went and bought rollerblades and I would rollerblade by my house almost every morning and listen to music. And it was so therapeutic for me. And it felt so cool to have something that was mine. So think back to what you like as a kid or, you know, go out, kind of test some things out. This can literally be anything. It can be puzzles. It can be picking up a new form of exercise like boxing, or it can be knitting. But the key here is to find something that is yours, your hobby, 
So, you know, when you start dating again and the guy asks, what do you like to do for fun? You say, oh, I really like rollerblading, you know, and that way you have your thing that you like to do. And, you know, maybe in the future you can do it together with someone, but it's just so powerful to have something that is yours that you love to do. So definitely take, follow some of these tips and start incorporating them into your daily routine. And the last thing I wanted to touch on is I wanted to warn kind of some of the dangers if you don't gain your sense of independence and your identity back. And again, it's not going to be perfect. You're not going to, you know, in a month, you're not going to all of a sudden like have this super strong sense of self. And again, like I made this mistake so many times. So I'm not trying to say that like if you don't do these things, you are doomed forever because you're not. I think the longer time goes on, it's just going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. But I do feel like it's important to say some of these things. So the first thing is if you don't do this, and this is honestly just in general after ending a relationship like this, it's going to be very, very tempting to feel this sense of desperation to get back together with them. When so much of your life and identity was wrapped up in this person, the temptation will be so real to reach back for what is comfortable. So it's super important to stick to no contact and doing everything that you can to detox your ex out of you know your immediate space. So taking photos down because it is going to be really tempting and just know that. So that way you can be prepared for it and just know that, okay, if I'm feeling this strong pull to go back with my ex, just know that it's normal and that it's going to pass, but don't fall into that temptation. And then the second thing that can happen is you can end up very desperate to jump into a new relationship. It's very natural as humans to not want to feel uncomfortable. We don't like discomfort. We don't like pain. This is a super uncomfortable kind of breakup to go through. So it's going to feel really tempting to jump into the next relationship quickly because you don't want to feel that pain. You want to have that void filled again. And when we do things like that, it's really easy to get into relationships with people that aren't necessarily good for us, that don't match our ideals list. It's really easy to paint red flags green in these kind of scenarios when you just want the end result of being in a relationship. So make sure that you are mindful of that as well. And then the last thing is no matter what kind of relationship you end up in, if we don't do some of the work to work on this, it's going to be really likely that you repeat the same behavior over again. And that's what happened to me. I didn't find that sense of self. So I lost, I continued to lose myself in future relationships. I continued to bail on plans with friends because I want, I just wanted to spend time with him. I continued to let go of what I really liked because I just wanted to make them happy. You know, there were times where a guy would tell me, hey, do you want to hang out on Saturday? And then, you know, they might be the kind of person that doesn't set up a time, doesn't finalize a, you know, time that they're picking me up or what we're even doing. So I would sit around all day Saturday, just sit by myself waiting for the call 
that we would hang out. And so often, you know, I would never hear from them. So those are the kind of things that we can fall into if we're not working on having that strong sense of self. But I do want to reiterate that this is a complete learning process. I love the the saying progress, not perfection. This is going to be something that happens in super small steps and that's okay. And if you fall back, that's also okay. But it's so important to keep these things at front of mind and to just, you know, commit to yourself to incorporate one of the tips I shared with you, you know, during this podcast. So maybe it's you do that journaling assignment or you text an old friend and ask how they're doing. So take this in small steps. It's going to get better. I know this kind of a breakup can be even harder than, you know, a typical breakup, but just hang in there. It's going to get better. And being able to rediscover yourself is such an awesome process. We don't get a lot of opportunities in life where we are in enough pain that forces us to redefine who we want to be and reconnect with our old, you know, our old self or our true authentic self. So this is an amazing opportunity that you have, even though it's, it feels really scary and feels really painful. So I want you to try to also shift your perspective and say, okay, this is scary, but it's also really exciting. I know I, you know, developed so many new friendships out of this kind of process. I found new hobbies out of this process. I, you know, tried out so many new things to see if I liked it. And it ended up, you know, being a really positive process for me. And again, the end result for what can happen with this is you can end up, you know, being that strong, independent person who is able to walk into a relationship with another whole and complete person and you get to form an equal partnership, which I never had equal partnerships in the past. I always put my partner on a pedestal and that doesn't feel good. So try some of these things out and, you know, continue to hang in there and I will see you again here next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.